This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a buddy over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but do people know we're going, people know we're going in chronological order, yeah? They ha- it's in the title. What do you mean it's in the title? The episode numbers are in the title. It is, but they could be thinking that's our episode number. Like, this is our season two, episode two of the podcast. I just want to make sure people know. I give people the benefit of the doubt, (laughs) but they are smart enough to know. And if you didn't know, I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm just saying you're dumb. We've never said it, so well, maybe we have said it, but anyway. I hope I didn't, we didn't just lose all of our listeners. Guys, we watch this show in chronological order, so if you're yeah. ever wondering, oh shoot, I want to watch the episode before the next podcast, just go on the IMDb page or their Wikipedia yeah. page and get the, the order, because that's the order we go in. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was worth mentioning. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so we just watched season two, episode twelve, "The Sisters," which aired on January third, nineteen eighty-seven. Wow, it was We're our first now episode to the of year eighty-seven. Yeah, um, and it the of year course, of baby boom. That was Diane Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode <laughs> where uh, we meet Sophia's sister Angela, who uh, Dorothy brings as a surprise birthday present, and we learn that they hate each other. Hate we each other. Try, and it's a lot of misunder, a lot of misunderstandings. So many layers of misunderstandings. Yep. And uh, and we have a guest. We have an we amazing guest. He is a tall. He's very cup of tall. Water. Mm. What's the glass of water? What's the phrase? He's very tall, and um, he's he's also very lovely. And oh. I love him. His name is Price Peterson. Welcome, Woo! Price. Hey guys, thank you for having me. How this tall is so are you? Fun. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna guess. Okay, seven eight. No, no. Can you stand up for a second? Sure. I'm gonna guess. Do you feel like a monkey? A little. You are. <laughs> I'm gonna say you are six three. I'm gonna say six two. Six five or six six. No. Wow. He's not six five. You know how tall six five? I'm is? just just a shade under six three. Oh, okay. But I'm, oh, wearing a, I'm wearing a big, massive platform heel. So you are. You we are should not. say you're wearing an 8-inch heel. I am. You're wearing it's New pride. Balance. It is pride. <laughs> <laughs> so just trying to like live my truth today. Oh, thank that's you. Not your truth. So, <laughs> what well, thank is, you for doing this. What's your connection to the Golden Girls? 
It's a show I'm aware of. It, it was on a lot uh, when I was uh, looking for, you know, syndicated ha-has growing up. It was like this or Full House. <laughs> syndicated and, um, and of course, you know, as, as a um, homosexual male, I've, lo- I've always loved those sassy ladies. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, ooh, I just, I'm coming out. Uh, and, and, uh, and I really like it. But I don't have the quite, you know, like, encyclopedic knowledge. I can't quote it. Mm-hmm. I just sort of like it. And it's been a while since I've, like, close-watched it like this. Yeah. Where you really drink in the nuances of the costumes and the background extras and how many vases they have in their sets. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I think a lot of them have mental problems. <laughs> the characters are yeah. all on the spectrum in some way, and they it's pretty really funny. Wow! <laughs> I, am, I am dying to know more about... I, why you think that? This I uh, this was a fascinated. troubling. This show is a troubling exploration of mental illness. Well, they are. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> can you please? I would like before we get into this episode. Uh, that's funny. I can you lay it out like character by character what you think their like biggest flaw is, or maybe like a oh, an abbreviated wow. version, well, or sort if he of doesn't watch regularly. It's going to be, but at least maybe what you're seeing from this episode. Yeah. Oh well, I mean for for sure, Sophia is just a shade away from being like a street level bag woman. Like she she <laughs> should be outside yelling at her shoes. Like that's the kind of mentality she has. Uh, the weird way how she like refused to wait to see what the surprise was for her birthday. Like she mm. she has like a toddler mentality. She was very much like a child in that sense. Yes. Very, very childish. I mean, yeah. Rose, Rose. I think, I don't even know if this is right to say, but I think she's mentally retarded. Um, perhaps. Yeah, or, I mean... Well, no, no, no. no, I, no. Well, it's not guys, a social... Are... <laughs> no, and B. I'm Arthur like, is no, Asperger's. I, I'm actually Dorothy. on board with, and I think that uh, of most sitcoms, I think, especially sitcoms with this sort of level of comedy, um, the characters have to be kind of ridiculously insane in order to be yes. funny, to do the things that they need to do. I mean, I had a friend who was comparing, like, girls and looking, you know, how there was... And, like, he was saying how one of the reasons why it's so great is because the girls on looking are despicable, insane human beings. The girls or the guys? The girls. The girls. Are, I don't watch... I they're mean, despicable. Seen, like, they're despicable episodes. human beings who are put in weird situations that we can relate to, and that's why they're fun to watch. Same with this. Like, mm. these women are not relatable human beings. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, they, they do weird things, and... And that's why they're so enjoyable. Well, a game I like to play is if you ever watch TV commercials uh, during regular television, notice that someone is deeply insane in, in every commercial. Yeah. Usually, be like a man running through a wall or like a, a child driving a car. There's something wrong with these. And for some reason, that exaggeratedness yeah. translates to like advertisement and having good times. You and should stuff. write a thing about that. Would you say that Flo in the progressive commercials is crazy? Yeah, I think she she I think she's some kind of insane psychopath. She also um, seems lonely. Very lonely. It's a troubling story. It's, yeah. it's 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 one of it's a it's like our version of Russian literature is the progressive ads. Wait, do, but do you, but do you think that like <laughs> do you think that Flo like are we seeing what who like people, Flo maybe thinks she's talking to people, but really she's sitting in a room talking to a snow globe, very mm-hmm. like a Saint if, Elsewhere kind of if way. You were, yeah, if you were to reverse the camera, there's a blank wall that she's talking to. That's Flo, is Flo isn't actually nice. talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. You threw yourself back on your <laughs> it's couch. It's really funny to think about, but it's true. Wow, that's funny. It's, I mean, oh, again, take away. Me cry a I mean, bit. I, but or even like Golden Girls. I, I've, we've seen YouTube videos of this where they take the laugh track away from an episode. Not on the Golden Girls. Well, no one's done that yet. Yeah. But, but but like you see like what sitcoms are like without the laughter. It's yeah. actually like a little disturbing. Yeah. Like that they're saying these things to each other and no one's reacting. Everyone's just glassy eyed for ten seconds in between yeah. lines. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. strange. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of that. I don't know what it was like in the 80s. I'm sure there was a bunch of shitty shows, but um, I 
feel like now so much of it is like canned laughter, whereas here they had like a full audience. It's like, more organic. Shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. Yeah, but we did talk about like, for example, How I Met Your Mother. They did not shoot that in front of a live audience, but yeah. then they would show the episode mm-hmm. to people and record the laugh track, and that's what they would put in. That's so so weird. there, it's just a different way yeah. of doing it, and it probably makes more sense. And also, you don't you don't have to deal with like. An, an audience that ha- that's having to watch take after take after take, and they might be getting tired if the show's running behind, and you have to give them pizza, and you have to keep them entertained, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know all that stuff. I love pizza. Sure, yeah, are... pizza's great. Yeah. That pizza's wonderful. Um, should we? Let's do it. Should we dive in? Let's do it. Let's all right, let's so dive in. Excited. So, guys, it's Sophia's birthday. Sophia's birthday. Happy birthday! And <sighs> she is bummed because she always gets bad presents from Dorothy. Yeah, um, and so at the beginning of the episode, she's sitting in the living room, Dorothy comes in. Well, she's reading a magazine and the light is on. Yeah, and then she turns the light off as soon as she knows Dorothy's on her and way And hides in. the magazine. And, yeah, and <laughs> uh, and then Dorothy walks in and says, hi, Ma, and she just sighs. Yeah. She just sighs. Oh. I initially thought that it was going to be Dorothy coming home and she was going to act like that sort of put-upon mother who's, like, waiting in the dark for her child where to come home been? who's, yeah, yeah, you know, with a, where have you been? But, but then Dorothy says... Or Sophia's like, why didn't you stop? I'm here, Sia. I'm sitting here alone in the dark. And then mm-hmm. Dorothy's like, you're depressed about your birthday. It's the same thing every year. Mwah. Well, yeah, she's having a party on Saturday, and um, she's like, that's when you'll get your present. Yeah. And then Sophia's like, I, I'm old. I could die before then. And then Blanche, or not Blanche, Dorothy's throwaway line is, well, that would suck because I got it on sale. I can't return it. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because it's a human being. So Dorothy goes <laughs> into the kitchen where Blanche and Rose are, and Blanche is wearing a sweater. I'm sorry, Rose is wearing a sweater. It is the that most... That would be on any American Apparel ad ever now. Well, it is the most Rose sweater. It looks it looks like the, like the uh, painted... Pattern that I had on a childhood toy box. Are it's they like dancing bears or something. Yeah, it's a row I think of she's wore it before. bears, and they're it's like red and blue and yellow and yeah. green, all the bright primary colors, and it just reminds me of a toy box. But mm-hmm. it is a very very appropriate rose shirt with a nice sort of like delicate like neckline to it. But I mean, yeah. it really it, it like rose should be wearing like a helmet with stickers on it in general, <laughs> and I think that's that's the, the like sweatshirt version of that in Garden State. Uh, <laughs> oh, just, no, not first didn't have stickers. <laughs> just walking around, bumping. Yeah. Oh, no. That's funny. So it worked. Yes. So Dorothy has a big surprise gift for Sophia, yeah. and Blanche knows what it is, but Rose doesn't. Dorothy doesn't want to tell Rose. Dorothy's also wearing a weird sort of like. It's like it a, looked like an all-day bathrobe. Of some it was kind. like a bathrobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it this was is like not a floral, the first time. And it had but like terry weird, cloth. Yeah, texture or something. Yeah, it had like a weird ruffle. That I don't know what it was. It was, but I would wear it. Yeah, it looked luxurious. Yeah, that's all I got. On bathrobes are comfy. Yeah, I'd bathrobes wear a are comfy. I wish I could do that. I saw a woman yesterday sitting at the coffee shop in slippers, and I was like, "Bitch, you are just living, and I love you." <laughs> kind of just, just one thing about I this feel episode. Like you're um, leaning away. Am I leaning? Sorry. Yeah, don't lean away from the mic. I have a very sound... deep voice that carries. Voices Voice carry. carry. <laughs> ah, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, uh, but one thing that occurred to me about watching this episode, uh, or, and I haven't seen the show in a while, is how young they all look to me yeah. for some reason. I mean, I know the whole story about how like um, Estelle Getty was sort of the same age as um, she was one of the younger ones. She one was of second to youngest. Second to youngest. Second to youngest. Yeah, and then, you know, Betty White now is 400 years old, so it's and like... she's the oldest. And she, yeah, so she still looks okay for her age, so it's like, these, they're sprightly young women in yeah. the Golden Girls. Yeah. It's um, interesting because a lot of people either say 
knowing what Betty White looks like now, having seen her as sort of a quote-unquote old person in the 80s, yeah. like, it's amazing that she's still alive. I mean, I'm always, like, taken aback by... Because I never thought of them as... I thought of them as older women, yes, but I never thought of them as old I didn't women. either, they have but... They white hair. Oh, see, I that's mean, the thing. But is that's that the thing, like, women... A lot of people are saying now, like, yeah. Jane Fonda, who's, what, 70-something, something, who Hillary looks Clinton. like, you know, Hillary 40 or 50. Hillary Clinton her announcement made this joke about how, you know, what being president does to men and they go gray, and she's like, you can guarantee I will never go gray in the White House because she's been coloring her hair for years, and it is a thing that, like, women in the 80s, maybe they did let themselves go gray. They did let that natural look Mm -hmm. come out. They were just styled like old ladies. Yeah. Yes, And and women were relegated to that. Mm -hmm. And then Tina Turner came in and said, fuck it, I'm a private dancer. (laughs) A dancer for money. That's my karaoke song. That's an amazing karaoke song. So Yeah. Um, so Dorothy is finally like, okay, Rose, I will tell you what the secret is. Because she needs her help. Because she needs her help. She says, uh, and I'm flying my mother's sister, Angela, over from Sicily. And Rose says, and she's bringing the surprise, which, oh, Rose. Oh, Rose. It was just a really So special, delicate Asperger's Rose. <laughs> so Sophia comes into the kitchen. She gets wind that Rose knows what her surprise is. And but so, before that... She's her face is to the door, and Dorothy yeah. comes pushes the kitchen door on her face. Yeah, are we to believe that? So a very frail old woman was just hit in the face very hard with a <laughs> swinging kitchen door. Yes, she's probably bruised and bleeding now. <laughs> yes, she. And then she goes around to the back of the house, and she comes in the back door, and she's like, "Ma, you're in the back door." And she yeah. is just yeah, she's like a child. She is mm-hmm. wants she needs to know. It's like she doesn't even give a shit that people are throwing her a party yeah, yeah. and take, you know, d- putting in that effort. She's like, no, I want my present. It is a very... It's no, awesome. You get to that age, you can want what you want. She has mental problems. I mean, I think it, for me, it was depressing because I feel like the older I get, the less I care about birthday. Like, yeah. I, I could, like, sleep through a birthday for all I care these days. But, so, like, to be that old and to obsess over your own birthday is just such a dark reality. Yeah. yeah. Just to, like, it's really just like she's getting excited to, like, roll into the grave finally. Speaking of, when this podcast comes out, my birthday will be just right around the corner. Yeah. And um, I expect all of you to celebrate it. No, I don't actually. What are you doing for your birthday? Oh, I, I'm like, I'm like Price. I don't really give a fuck about birthday. In fact, I don't. I'm. I disabled the feature on Facebook so people can't say happy birthday to me. Aww. And I like wow, don't want any of that's, it. That's dark. Yeah, I, I think know. you should. It's the only day I like Facebook. Is really? Birthdays. Oh no! Oh, I, yeah, I, I love absolutely. It. It's so overwhelming. It's just so much anxiety to like like all of them, and I I won't do. I can't. It's too much. And plus, half of them I don't even know. But it's wonderful to see who comes out of the woodwork. And mm-hmm. who, yeah, it's usually sad, lonely old men. What is um? What's what day is your birthday? <laughs> July tenth. Hey, Friday, now you July told 10th. the people on the podcast, ah! so you guys can all wish H. Allen a happy birthday. Good luck trying to. You're gonna have to comment on photos. Yes, it's the only way to do it. You can't write on my wall. No, but they can. They can tweet at you. You can they tweet can at me all you comments. want. Yes, you can, can definitely. And that. I will. I will appreciate all of them in my own sad, lonely little way with my cat. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be great. So. It's a real upper of an episode, guys. <laughs> Sophia immediately knows that the only way she's going to be able to find out what her birthday present is is if she gets it out of sweet, Rose. naive Rose. Because she's dumb. As soon as she finds out that she knows what the present is, in front of all the other women, she's yeah. immediately like, Hey, Rose, why don't I uh, take you to DQ for a couple of chocolate cones on me? And I'm like, why isn't Dorothy stopping this? She clearly knows what Sophia's yeah. going to try but to so do. so does Rose. Well, no one's ever nice to Rose either, yeah. so that's suspicious right there. Yes. I don't think Rose knows. I think Rose No, just doesn't gets Rose a- say something like, you're trying to guess 
what your present is. And she says, Does she say it then? I don't know, but I'm like, Dorothy should have just completely nipped that in the bud, but she doesn't. Let's stop the story. So um, now it's the day of Sophia's birthday. Blanche is hanging like two crepe paper streamers. (laughs) (laughs) They need to let you know that like they're setting up for a birthday. Yeah. She's also pretty high up on that ladder. Yeah. She could have passed away up there. (laughs) (laughs) The air is really thin. You (laughs) are. I was noticing some really good beam work in that condo. I just didn't notice there's some real. Oh, it's a house. There's some. Oh, it's a house. Mm -hmm. Private home. Yeah. There's some nice exposed wood. There's yeah. some beams. Oh, it's like, a that's great a nice home. one. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of wicker. A lot of wicker. <clears throat> a lot of wicker. So, Rose is supposed to be taking Sophia to the mall yes. to get uh, to, to go shopping yeah. while they set up for the party. And Sophia comes out holding a cane, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so weak." And and Blanche and Rose are actually they're oh Sophia, they're are you concerned. okay? I'm yeah. like, guys, come on, like she's a liar. She's well, a known liar. They're just, they feel, they feel things. I don't know. And she's basically like, you know, my doctor says that uh, any big shock could, you know, stop my heart. Just, you know, eh, I'm just like. She's a liar. She's a sociopath and a liar. (laughs) (laughs) But then Sophia. I love your weird 12 monkeys point of view. (laughs) It's great. This is a dark show. It's very dark. Um, Very, very dark. (laughs) So then Sophia uses a method to try to trick Rose, which I actually think is pretty brilliant. So Rose is supposed to be taking her shopping, and she's Mm -hmm. like, she's like, Rose, they always make you do, like, the bitch work Oh, yeah, go low. Make her feel low. Whenever we go to the movies, who do they make stand in line for the popcorn? She's like, me. She's like, when we vacuum, who do they make pick up the sofa? She's like, me. And uh, and what's the third one? She says, oh, uh, when we clean the house, who do they make mop? She goes, well, Dorothy mop. She goes, yeah, but who do they make clean the mop? She's like, me! (laughs) And so she's, like, trying to turn her on Dorothy. She's basically like, Dorothy's your little bitch girl. You should probably just throw under the bus and tell me what my gift is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's it's almost a prison move. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Stanford prison experiment. It's just very, it's dark and psychological. It's exactly what happened with the two New York prisoners who escaped just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And and he he tried to woo one of the women that works in the prison, mm-hmm. just make her feel really good, make her feel, but make her feel low too, so that she would help him get wow. out. And then boom, he's out. Is that so, is that how they got out? That's what they think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Oh, he like made her feel like she was loved and she was special, and other people were using her. And, <sighs> and then all of a sudden, she was like, "Great, I'll drive the getaway car. Let's go." And then so like Thelma and Louise like yeah, on the run. Yeah. Wow. And apparently, he has a really big dick. <laughs> that's what the that's what they said in the news report. The detective who's been who you like worked with him for years to get information. He was like a supplied information guy. Said um, that he when he's out, he's so convincing because he's so great with women and he's very well endowed. Uh, good to know. Yeah. Yep. We'll all be on the lookout for that. Yep. We will all be on the lookout. Oh, I'm going for to New York you. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he so. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Sophia and Rose are supposedly now heading off to the mall, yes. right? Yeah. And Dorothy brings in Aunt Angela. Who played by an amazing actress, Nancy Walker, mm-hmm. of Maud fame. She was, oh. when, when, not Maud, excuse me, Rhoda. Um, when Rhoda from Mary Tyler Moore uh, was a spinoff, then she became Rhoda's mother. In a, actually, in a very famous episode when she got married, um, when Rhoda got married. And it, it's... Multiple, multiple Emmy nominee, Nancy Mm. Walker. I also read somewhere, and I can't remember where this is, but I believe um, that 
Estelle Getty had once been Nancy Walker's stand-in for either another show or theater, like a production something, and she was her stand-in, and that... um, Angels in America. And that maybe (laughs) that Nancy Walker was maybe not... Not that she was mean to her, but she was, you know, like, you're my stand-in. That kind of, like, they had that dynamic. And, uh... And now, you know, here she is returning as a guest star on the show where Estelle Getty is now this huge star. It was just, well, but it's, it's kind she of was interesting. A, a very important guest star. I mean, you could definitely tell that, like, these women, like, she's a she's not just a any guest no, star. she's not just like, she's a, like a you a got a few lines. celebrity she's, guest. Yes, yeah. but still, like, yeah, Estelle Getty's the one who's actually on the show. I'm just saying, it's like well, a it's a it's a weird it's an. But interesting. at that point, she had had more career success. I mean, she was... Will you just let Estelle Getty have this I'm one? I'm just saying! <laughs> well, my favorite part about Angela, it starts with her first appearance in that in the, at the front door, is that it started this episode-long trend of someone grabbing a tiny old lady by the arm and, like, manhandling her around yeah. the, the, the house. That so did happen a lot. They dra- a lot. They, like, it's like they were styrofoam mannequins just, like, pulling them around. Yeah. Like, like, these are old ladies with, like, tissue... Fragile tissue like skin and just brittle bones. So like and they're dragging them around like like they're ragdolls. There was a lot of these elderly women's no. independence. You're right. B. Arthur did at one point. Yeah, she grab didn't grab she grabbed her into the house. Yeah. Like really yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I bet B. Arthur's strong. B. Arthur's very visibly strong. And then these and both Angela and Sophia are three foot nine. They're three apples tall. Like they're tiny little ladies in big three wigs. And both matching glasses. And they're just like yanking them around. Where do like, you come from? <laughs> three apples tall. <laughs> like the Smurfs. <laughs> you just snorted. I just snorted because really snorted. I think that was the first snort on the podcast. Uh, maybe. Um, good. But Angela, we do see how similar Angela is to Sophia. Yes. Because she does do like a you know, picture it, New York, 19, yeah. whatever. They're what I was mafia. troubled with, <laughs> she's from Sicily, yes. but she has a New York accent. Like, what, wait, I don't understand these well, accents. Well, she, um, she, <laughs> She sounds, moved to Sicily after it went, things went south in New York. Yeah, yeah but so you'd think she'd have a little bit of a Sicilian accent coming from, directly from Sicily. No, but If she, Madonna had a British one, no, she's gonna I, have a Sicilian. I think she had the same, because she was in New York for a while, so I think it was the same thing as Sophia, but where... she came from Sicily to New York and then back to Sicily. Yeah, but if she, yeah, but Sophia came from Sicily... That's another problem, ...to New York, and she has a New York <laughs> accent, yeah. so... I mean, yes, I get it. You Your accent forms, I feel like, where you spend, like, your formative years. Like, yeah. when you're young and you're developing and you're, you know, a kid or whatever, that's where you're going to yeah. get your accent. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I used to have a real, like, a ridiculously thick, like, Boston accent. And then yeah. I moved to college. Or I moved to Georgia when I was 19. And I lived there for four and a half years, and it just neutralized. Yeah. So, you know, it really yeah. can change that. My age. accent is, to- is totally different from my family's accent. Yeah. Mainly because I... When I was a kid, and my mother even just remembers this so shockingly, I was, this is appropriate because it's Pride Day, Gay Pride Day, I, uh, or Pride Month, I was obsessed with Barbara Streisand and Bette Midler, um, and I would watch everything oh. that was my go-to shit, and so I started talking and telling jokes like them, which was in this weird New York Jewish yeah. accent. What's I weird? I always thought you were Jamaican for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
One more way that we knew Angela and Sophia were sisters is that Angela is also a liar and a sociopath. Like yeah. she, she got what felt like a ten-minute monologue uh-huh. that that story ended up being all a lie. Yeah. Was so long, yeah. and, it, and it was a very Sophia-like story. And they've done this with Sophia, but she tells the story about like, oh yeah, I once found a dead man in my suitcase, and everybody's like, huh? And she's tells the story about how she met. She calls him a midget. We'll say little person. She met a little person. On a ferry from, or on like a boat from New York to Sicily. Yeah. And what was his name? Pee Wee Garbanzo. Oh, thank you for remembering. (laughs) Pee Wee Garbanzo. (laughs) That name, they're just like, uh, I don't know. They were like, it's so late. Let's just think of a name. (laughs) They're just like, they're eating a chickpea salad with pork ribbons. Garbanzo. Pee Wee Garbanzo. I get it. Um, So, yeah, she tells this insane story about, and he was, like, connected to the mob, and they had a great time hanging out, and then when she was, like, on her way back to New York, he suddenly disappeared, and then she noticed a weird smell coming from her suitcase, she (laughs) thought it was the veal shank, she opened it up, there he was, he was dead, the mob had got him, she had to burn her beaver coat, and the veal shank didn't taste that good, it was, like, (laughs) so many details. But the craziest thing is, at the end, Dorothy just goes, that's not true, and she's like, well, what are you gonna do? colorful. As long as I keep talking, I know my heart's still beating. I'm like, you can talk without lying. Woman, you have wasted our time and you have, you have like burned our trust in you. I I know what's the opposite of a save the cat moment where it's like, now I do not care about you. Oh, the ruin the protagonist (laughs) moment. You don't no longer trust them. I love that she's an old liar. She's just a fucking liar. Sorry. (laughs) It's funny too. I I also feel like because she was, because Nancy Walker was such a big actor, they were like, we've got to give her some juicy stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Like, they yeah. have to give her. They were some showstoppers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why there was no B story in this episode. Yeah. This was all. All her and There Sophia. was nothing. This was the entire show. There were no runners. There was nothing. Yeah. And um, so. Uh, okay. So. Oh, wait. We have to talk about Rose almost killing somebody. Um, <laughs> Seems so, like she should be in a facility. So, Rose, this. I love it when they just gloss over something that is clearly like a moment where you want to stop and be like, we need to talk more about this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sophia, so Angela's in the living room. We think Rose has taken Sophia out shopping, but mm-hmm. we see Sophia or we, I don't know. We see her. She comes into the kitchen or something yeah. and, and they're like, ah, you're supposed to take her shopping. And she was like, she tricked me. We were pulling out of the driveway in the car and she said I hit Mrs. Stouffer, um, who I like to think is the heir to the Stouffer's frozen yes. okay, dinner yes, empire. Yeah. That would be and, um, and she says, but then Rose says, but I actually, or they say, like, that's crazy or something. And Rose says, well, I did actually pin Mrs. Stouffer and her walker <laughs> against something when I was making a wide right turn last week. Yeah. And that's it. I mean. And by the way, that's played as hilarious to the audience. But to me, that is a nightmare scenario. And, and Rose should be in a facility or jail. Like, what Rose, and just, or jail. What Rose just said to me is, I once hit an elderly yes. woman with my car and kept driving. And I once got yeah. hit by a car. Exactly. In Chicago. I was okay. But I got hit by a car. Did they stop? No. Well, it was probably Rose Island. Yes. I, what you are? I feel like you are. Price, you are turning me against the ladies today. I am. Yeah. What did I just say? I was I just, guys. Like they're oh. they're charming and they're funny, but they are a menace to society. All of them. <laughs> that would be a great spinoff of the movie. Yeah. Don't be a menace. Don't be a yeah. Menace. While pinning elderly women with your with yourself. Lawrence Fishburne walking out. <laughs> it's like oh. the voice of reason. <laughs> so. 
Later that night, so we cut to the next scene. Later yeah. that night, it is Sophia's party, and it's in full swing. Everyone's there. There the are nine extras. They no. are old people clumped together in groups of two and three. They all have cups of punch that are only full a quarter. Yeah. But if you watch them, they're... They're not. I feel like some of them don't really know where they are because they're all no. a little bit older, and I feel like they're. I feel like they were probably like put out a call to some like older actors and didn't get enough. So there are a couple that are kind of like wandering and looking around, yeah. like yeah. I, I don't quite know maybe where I am. Maybe they're Shady right Pines now. friends. It's where they're trying. Yeah. To she oh, do you think they're maybe making a decision? Maybe. I feel like maybe there were like nurses and hospice care workers just like having a smoke on the patio, <laughs> on, like waiting for the party to end so they could take them back. You to mean the, the lanai? The lanai. Yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. And also, where do you think that, like, I it love looked like the hospice workers in there. Like, there's a dead person at this party. They were, you know, there there, some of them looked a little borderline. Yeah. But, like, like where Angela was not introduced into the party until it looked like hours into it. Where yeah. do you think they were, were? Were they making her just sit in a corner in the kitchen the whole time? She was I in the car. She was in the car. Well, they said <laughs> that she was, I think she was supposed to be in the kitchen. But that's, like, oh. really strange because how do you, I mean, that's a swinging door. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she well, was in the garage. Well, but we know that at the beginning of the episode, Sophia goes around the house to the back door. So we know that she's can, been out and about yeah, you can yeah. get out I think Angela is either sitting in the car with the motor running in the garage or she was sitting like under in that cabinet the underneath closed. the sink yeah <laughs> near dead yeah <laughs> yeah just like playing with the mouse that came out that one time yeah. um so finally you know Sophia is still doing that whole thing she once again tries to trick Rose into telling her what it is yeah. and so Dorothy's like fine ma fine fine I'll just give you your present and I'm like well yeah you know the cakes come out it's about time you should give her her present yeah. and also yeah it would be nice that Angela she should have done it before the party yeah, started let her so, attend yeah. the party yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. she flew to the, the continental United States yes. to attend this party so Dorothy does this whole speech like I hope you like this present as much as I love giving it to you. I love you, Ma. And the whole time, Sophia's sort of doing that, like, wrap it up, hurry it up, hurry it up yeah. gesture, which is really cute. And then Blanche brings out Angela. Yeah. And... And it is, like, death stares. Well, first there's a pause. And I think yeah. maybe we're hoping she's going to go, ah, and they're going to be my sister. But she's like, this is my present? And she was like, yes, Ma. Happy birthday. And she says, she goes, you call this old bag a present? I hate that woman. And she's like, and I hate her too. And then they... (laughs) And I love the sitcom logic of like, Angela hates Sophia. Why did she come on this trip? Exactly. Why did she not mention to Dorothy? Like, so we had this fight all these years ago. It might not go well. Yeah. Are you really going to turn down a trip to the United States from Sicily? That is like a $3,000 airplane ticket. Yes. And say yes. At one point too, Dorothy's like, I've spent weeks planning this. And I was like, weeks? You did not buy this ticket months in advance. If you're buying a ticket from Sicily to Miami a few weeks away. This is not airline prices of 2015. Mm -hmm. This was 1980s airline prices where you can buy a ticket a week in advance and you are just on your way. Like it literally was not like that then. Like I remember my, we went to Florida once for, for vacation on a fucking whim and my parents, poor people, bought TWA tickets like literally two weeks in advance. Well, it's probably because it was TWA. No, this wasn't TWA. Was yeah, huge. but did you do it through Wait, was like, this a travel before agent? or after an entire TWA flight crashed into the ocean? That, that happened after. so often back then. It was yeah. just honestly like every other week. Like, and it wasn't just 50% TWA. of all planes were hijacked or exploded at some yeah. point. That was just the 80s, man. You just had to put 80s, up with it. Shit was happening. Yeah. That's why it was so low. <laughs> oh my god. They were like, we might die. No one really wanted to fly. Yeah. I'm so glad I did not get on a plane until I was 17 years old. Really? 17? 17. Yeah. My family and I we never traveled. Like, we would go to New Hampshire and Maine. Those were all like car road trips. I was flying when I was like four. Well, aren't you, Mr. Sorry. Fly by the seat of your pants. No, we your, were just poor. Your pull up pants. Poor people fly over so yeah, everywhere. Early and often. We were very poor. <laughs> So, the 
women hate each other. They hate each other. Act break. Yes. Um, later that night, Blanche, Dorothy, and Rose are sitting in the kitchen, and they are trying to figure out... They're trying to get to the bottom of why Angela yeah. and Sophia are no longer speaking. Dorothy is perplexed. She has no idea. She says, I just spent the past hour talking to two closed doors. You and would think at some point... Rose... They would talk about it in her who? lifetime. Dorothy. She like, why know. don't you talk to Aunt Angela? Yeah. Sure. Especially when she's like, you're my favorite aunt. Like, yeah. She says, like, yeah, why is it a mystery about why? why she's never talked to her sister in 30 years? Yeah. Her favorite aunt, yeah. 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 It's her favorite aunt. You must have realized, why is my favorite aunt never around? Yeah. That's a really good point. Sitcom logic. Yeah. Sitcom logic. Yeah. Um, but Rose has a really funny line when Dorothy says, uh, I just talked to two closed doors. She says, oh, that's okay, Dorothy. Sometimes I talk to the pigs on my shower curtain. <laughs> I think, she, again, she has uh, mental problems. Like, yes, I mean... She's not well. Um, and Blanche goes into a story... Blanche is like, anytime two sisters are fighting, it's always about jealousy. And yeah. then she goes into this whole story about her and her sister Charmaine, and Charmaine was a cheerleader, and Blanche decided she needed to make the cheerleading team, and so she, you know, even though she was a better cheerleader, Blanche ended up making the team, and they're like, how did that happen? And she says, well, what you didn't know was under my, you know, regulation uniform, I was wearing French lace panties that said, bon appetit. <laughs> or was it, uh, what was the thing? She uh, says, bonjour oh, or bon appetit. Oh, was it, that said bonjour, or was it bon appetit? I don't know, it was something French. Which is the exact formula of the joke when she talks about losing her virginity. And yeah. she goes, it was, his name was Ben. Oh, was it Bobby? Oh, I don't know. It began with a B. But I'm like, you guys are literally just, just taking old jokes and you're like, just replace the nouns. But they could and do that because people aren't binge watching. I know. But I'm just saying. It's a solid format, though. Yeah. Uh. It is a funny joke. Um, so, uh, so anyway, they're like, okay, Dorothy's like, I'm going to go talk to Angela. Blanche yeah. Rose, you go talk to Sophia. And we're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And the next, like... I don't know, forever of the episode. It does feel like a long time to tell these stories. It's also, Sophia and Angela... To tell the same story. Back-to-back really. stories. Sophia and Angela have on screen together, like, they're on screen together for literally, for one whole minute of this entire episode. And it's called The Sisters. Yeah. And they're never, because we see them... Well, that's kind of deep if you think about it. What, mm. the sisters are... They're never together. Yeah, but when you look at... I don't know. I, I just wish that... Because all, when the episode ended, I was like, wait, that's it? Yeah. But, so, in one room we hear Angela's version of the story. In another room we hear and Sophia's... And it all involves kissing husbands. Some yeah, And, you know, Sophia kissed someone's... Her husband. Yeah, Angela's like... It's Angela all a Christmas kissed, party in New yeah. York in 1955. And it is... Even it's their, the same party that they're talking about. It's the same party about. that they're talking about, but but they're also mad at each other for different reasons. This is yes. where it gets really convoluted, because Angela's mad at Sophia because she thinks Sophia kissed her husband who is dressed in a Santa suit. Yes. And then we learn Sophia is mad at Angela because... another random man named Salvador, who wasn't her husband, who's also named Salvador, a man named Salvador came up and kissed her, and she didn't want anybody to know, but she told Angela, and then Angela told the whole party. Yes. So it's like they're both angry... For different reasons. For different reasons that happen at... At the same party. At the same party. It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's very... Yeah, it's... There's only one misunderstanding. It's two different misunderstandings. two different misunderstandings. It kind of reminds me of, like, every gay party I've been to... Yeah, that sounds normal. (laughs) Yes. There's side dramas happening everywhere. So they bring the woman they bring the women together to try to like work it out and they have this like really fun screaming match that I love where and I feel like they do this also in another episode where we see Angela 
where they're yelling at each other and they say like, may you put your dentures in upside down and chew your head off. And then uh, Angela says, may your marinara sauce never cling to your pasta. That was yeah. low. That was, that was low. the clincher. Like, mm, yeah. Sophia was like, oh! She gasped But that back and forth that. was really the, kind of awesome. The back and forth yeah. was it, was, it was like old lady snaps where yes. it was just like, it was like they were playing the dozens, the dirtiest dozens possible, which is all your, your <laughs> pasta doesn't, isn't great. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just wrote manhandling elderly. That's funny because that's what we were talking about. Um, so, so then. Speaking of, before we go on, uh, Harry is using a, cause her, this, the keyboard on her computer doesn't work. So what? she's using a dude you're getting the Dell keyboard. Wow. Um, Not even wireless. There's a wire. <laughs> There's a wire. And it, I can't, sometimes I can sneakily type during the episode. I'll write down notes that I want to, whatever later, but I can't do that because you can literally this, hear it. It's a loud it's clacking. It's the funniest thing ever. We'll put a picture up. I feel, I really, I feel like a, I feel like a secretary in Mad Men. I feel like it's very loud. <laughs> a different era. A different yes, era of Mad Men. Yes, I do. It is, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyway, um. So they have a fight that go off and Angela's going home. Yeah, so now it's the next day. Yeah. Dorothy's basically walking Angela out. This is where she, like, legit manhandles her. Yes. Um. Also, Angela has, we should say, everybody, no, Sophia has a tiny wicker purse that she always carries around. Yes. We also see Angela has a her own version. It's like yeah. a little black leather purse. I thought it was yeah, cute that she really also cute. kind of, because old ladies They were the parallels of each other. Yeah. Yes, very much. They're the same height. They oh, have yeah. the same color hair. Both very, wiggy wigs. I mean, yeah. those are wigs. And they're wearing similar outfits, too. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing was very um, similar. They both love the mafia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, they're Italian. Um, Sorry, Italians. But, and Dorothy does a great thing where she was like, Sicilian you know. Sicilian is not Italian. Oh. Is it not? No. Oh. It's a different country. Is it? Yeah. Do not tell an Italian or a Sicilian that they are that it's interchangeable. I did not know that. <laughs> so, the more I, you know, Starburst. Yeah. <laughs> you are nobody. No guest has ever made him laugh this hard. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, yeah. Will did. Will did. I, will okay, have I was trying to pay the <laughs> compliment. I, mean, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I get it, but I mean, Will made me laugh yeah. really hard. Will made me laugh a lot. Will, 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 you know what? Will was two episodes ago, so it's time, mm. maybe it's time you get over Old Will. News. He hasn't called. But he texted me. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Home stretch. Home stretch. Dorothy is about to let. You know, I, I understand Dorothy's frustration. She's like, yeah. I put this whole party together. I flew you out here. You guys won't even talk. You can't even say goodbye like you, normal adults. You, yeah. So she's like, fine, yeah. fine. Ma, you go back to your room. Angela, fine. Let's go. And but then she also m- throws in a, you know, all of this just because. And then she, well, she walks out and then she drags her back oh, in. Oh, yeah. She goes, no, no, no. Like, no I changed no, no. my mind. No, no, no. All because you, so you kiss someone, you kiss someone's husband at a party. And, and then you see in Sophia's face, like. What? But also, Dorothy makes a good point. She's like, this might be the last time you two ever see each other. Because Reminding them fuck. they're in their 80s. Yeah. And Angela lives in Sicily. so Not Italy. Not Italy. <laughs> and so then, and I mean, this is also, I feel like, the... In, in any sort of, like, there's some certain romantic comedies where the... Everything hinges on a simple... A misunderstanding that could simply be clarified with a two-second conversation. Yeah. This being that, where she's like, wait a minute, I didn't kiss your husband. Well, I didn't. Well, I lent my shawl to her, so she kissed your husband. She's like, I didn't start that rumor. Two people were making out under the table while you were telling me. When they were doing this, when they were realizing that it was just one big misunderstanding and just everything was turned around, it sounds like like a fucking orgy. It sounds like (laughs) the wildest party... There's a lot of kissing There's and touching. There's a lot touching of kissing and, and barfing and it was throwing so cartoonish up and people though. under was... a table and outfits. Also, and... 
like, Price and I were talking about this before we started recording, when they remember in so much of that party in such great detail, but they can't remember, I mean, they can't remember whose face it was, or, they're like, and also, they're really old ladies. Think, they have incredible memories yeah, for something that happened 30 years ago. Yeah. My theory is they were doing some really, really hard recreational drugs at that party. Like, we're talking acid. We're talking oh. we're talking bath salts. We're talking any kind of methamphetamine. Yeah. So they were out of their minds. They were, they were tweaking. That makes sense to me. I would love to see that party. And so they have really intense sense details of, of the moment, but then they like faces were melting and stuff, and they couldn't really tell who was who. <laughs> they were mm-hmm. eating faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, so, wow. and so they both sort of say, like, well, no, this is what really happened. Well, no, this is what really happened. And they go... Oh, so you didn't backstab me. You didn't backstab me. Oh, my sister. And then they hug. I'm imagining a flashback scene of just like Sophia, just like totally high on meth, just seeing yeah. seeing Angela's face just melting. Just, and she's like, yeah. Oh, like the going into town montage yeah. from Wet Hot American That's Summer. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking yeah. like the Patrillas know how to party. and they. It sounds like it. Yeah. Definitely sounds like it. Um, so, but yeah, when they hugged each other, were you afraid that they would both like accidentally crack each other's backs because they're so no. frail? No, no, I didn't think I about that. Think that at all. But then... <laughs> That would have been poetic. At that point, though, I was thinking, this episode is starting to feel a little long, but then it just ends. They literally hug and the episode ends. Titles. Well, yeah. I mean... What else can they do? But it's the episode... I wanted to see more of the two of them together. If they could have just condensed... Why? I don't know. She comes back. I know she comes back in a later episode, but for us to be introduced to her and then for... Us to only get like teased. You needed like with, a button, like something else that where they can yeah. be getting along. Or they just could. There's so much that they could have shortened they, that up front. They could like, have shortened those stories. They, they could have shortened the stories. They could have shortened the amount of time Sophia spends trying to figure out what her present is because yeah, that yeah. then completely goes away and has nothing to do with the episode. So yeah. they spend three quarters of the episode of Sophia just being like, "What's my present? Mine, mine." It's like very just living through her like id, just mine. Yeah, mine. it became a different game. It was yeah, yeah. an improv parlance. Like the whole joke is that. She's trying to find out what her present is, and then halfway through the episode is different. It's about like making speeches about the old. A days. lot of yeah. yes and no. A lot of it and knowing, <laughs> but no. There was so much. <laughs> no, favorite no. improv. Joke. That's an improv joke for all the improvers out there. Uh-huh. Um, so, Price, at the end of every episode, we do a golden takeaway. It's a moment mm. taken from the episode that is a nugget of inspiration that you can either share with the listeners, or maybe for yourself. We'll start so that you have an example. My golden takeaway from this episode is sometimes, sometimes, family members are assholes, and it's okay to stop talking with them. I feel that with some family members of mine, and um, I don't want to feel the guilt about not wanting to, you know, talk with them, so this gives me a reason not to, even if it is a misunderstanding. Um, I'm going to say my golden takeaway is, um, if you hit someone with your car, um, don't just, I mean, don't let that be something that you can sort of talk about in passing in a very casual way to get it, to get a good, to get, to get a good laugh, like to get a kick out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you hit somebody with your car, let that be like a life lesson. Let that be an episode. The one where Rose hit someone with her car. It replaced... She had AIDS in one. That's what's... no. You keep saying she had AIDS. Rose <laughs> thought she had AIDS. She had AIDS. Rose did not have AIDS. <laughs> prove it. Prove to me she didn't have AIDS. Yes. Did they? Did Show she me have her blood? Yeah. <laughs> I need to see her blood work. Okay. So anyway, that's my golden takeaway. Is uh, you know, I think they just really like she might as well have said 
uh, oh yeah, it was just like that time I thought I had AIDS, and then they left and they moved on. Like I think they really needed to stop and take a look at what what that what really was what was really going on with Rose yeah. and how important it was to sort of cover that and more than just a joke. Yeah, Price. My takeaway is that sometimes it feels like your life is full of like colorful, um, like sassy characters when actually it it may just be like the fever dream you have before dying. Um, and so a lot of the Golden Girls feels like that to me. Dorothy is at, the prim, the subtext is Dorothy's dying, and she's imagining all these things happening to her before she goes. And that includes like crazy, like cartoonish drama from her mother, the like weird vagabonds that live in the house. There's one very sexually adventurous woman. There's uh, someone who's developmentally disabled slash criminally insane. And I think she's just Dorothy had a boring life, and now she's treating herself to this colorful mix of people b- before she passes away into the great beyond. And for that, I applaud her. She's she has a, quite an imagination. This is the greatest like <laughs> breakdown I've ever so heard. Oh man! Of what what could potentially you guys really I never be going really on? Cried at a guest, and I'm crying now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I bet Will Weldon made you cry, huh? He just made me hard. Um, Whoa! Oh, no, I'm joking. Uh, I surprise. Thank you so much thank for guys. bringing your very fresh perspective. Oh, thanks, guys. This was really fun. Yeah, this where can really people fun. follow you on the interwebs? Oh boy, I'm on social media. My name is Price Peterson. Big price tag. <laughs> I know it sounds like a fake name, but it's not. Yeah. So I'm on the Twitter. Great. Yeah. Awesome. And I am H. Allen Scott on everything. And I'm uh, at CarrieDoherty.com or Squidzy on Instagram or Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. And um, guys, we uh, after you listen to this episode, we hope that you will head on over to OutOnTheLanai.com slash Discus, D-I-S-Q-U-S, where you can find a forum uh, under this uh, week's episode title, Love Rose, and you can go on there, no, leave us your questions, no, no, your comments. Love Rose, it's two sisters. It's the sisters. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> love Rose was the first one we did. Um, yes, the sisters. And that's where you can leave your questions about this episode, your comments about this episode. Uh, did we have any fights this episode that yeah. you should be, any disputes that you should settle? Do you think that you this think episode. Ill? Do you think this episode Address was Dorothy's fever dream? Do you think. Yeah. What do you think was going on with Sophia? Why was she acting like a toddler suddenly? Um, and we'll be answering those questions uh, in a mini episode. In a that comes mini out episode, on Thursday, Friday. That will yeah be released around Friday. So yeah, get those questions in today, Tuesday, or by just do it now. Yeah, do or it you now. Can, and you can also go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/GoldenGirlsPodcast, mm-hmm. or you can just tweet at us, you know, like normal. And if you happen to be in the Los Angeles area on Tuesday, July twenty first at nine p.m., you can come see us live. We're doing out on the Lanai live, which price I think. You were at the last one. Oh, was I? Maybe. I have a severe drug problem. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) He's come to a lot of my shows, so maybe I'm confusing it. So we're going to be, yeah, it's basically, um, it's It's going to be a a live version of what you guys get on the podcast. We're going to have a guest, a very special guest. Elliot Glazer. Elliot Glazer. Um, We believe we know what episode we're doing. We're not going to announce it quite yet. We'll announce it closer to the date. But guys, it's going to be a good one. So if you, or if you know of anyone in Los Angeles, come on down. It's at Nerd Melts, which is uh, just in West Hollywood. And we'll be Posting, we'll post a link for tickets and all that stuff when we have more information. But for now, just like you know, get it on your uh, your eye calendar. Yeah, save the date. And yeah. guys, thanks so much for listening. Stay golden. Stay golden. Stay golden.